Limerick Today with Joe Nash on Live 95. Let's talk business with Ford Lease. Hassle-free vehicle leasing. Search Ford Lease to find out more. Limerick councillors have unanimously backed a motion calling on the owners of the Limerick Leader newspaper to properly address the concerns of the paper's employees. Iconic Newspapers is being urged to engage with the National Union of Journalists as a special council meeting also heard calls for staff cuts at the paper to be reversed and for working hours to be fully restored. Live95 has sought a statement from Iconic Newspapers which owns more than 20 titles around the country. Labour councillor Joe Ledden explained to our Ronan Moyle why councillors called this meeting. The Labour Party, with the support of two independent councillors, Councillor Eddie Ryan and Fergus Kilgoyne, submitted a motion and a request to the Mayor Michael Collins to convene a meeting of the council because we believe we must defend and protect the need to have good quality public interest journalism, not just in Limerick but in the wider region. And we're quite disappointed with the refusal of a chronic newspaper group who owned the Limerick Leader and approximately 20 other titles around the country. Their refusal to engage with representatives from the National Union of Journalists is is wrong. And while we accept that there's no legislative requirement for employers to recognise trade unions, we in the Labour Party believe that there's a moral ob- obligation on behalf of Iconic Newspaper Group to show respect to their employees, to engage with uh, the member representatives on the National Union of Journalists and to listen to the concerns that they have in terms of staff redu- reductions, reduced working hours, editorial staff being let go, and uncertainty with those staff who are currently on uh, pandemic unemployment payments as to when they'll be brought back to work. These are genuine and valid concerns that employees have. And the least the owner uh, of the Limerick Leader can do is it engage with the employee representatives, uh, listen to their concerns, and see can we address and resolve them. People looking at this will say, well, look, we're in the middle of a pandemic. Um there's hardly been a business um, that has been untouched by some sort of cuts in, in wages, in, in staff hours, and indeed people being put on, on various state supports. So, I mean, why why would iconic newspapers be any different? Well, I think, and I agree with you, there's many different sectors. I see that from my own job. Uh, we see in terms of, you know, sectors that I would work with in terms of aviation, retail, hospitality, literally have been shuttered uh, because of, of COVID. And I think there is an acknowledgement by the National Union of Journalists that, you know, the, the print media uh, industry has been severely impacted as well. That's not the issue. They're, they're accepting of the fact that there's going to be change. And we've already seen significant change uh, in terms of media over the years arising from technology and digitalization and so on. I think the real concern of the employees here is that, on the one hand, you have a company that are availing of government supports, business support grants, uh, commercial rate rebates, etc., etc., that are applicable to companies. And on the other hand, you have the company refusing to at least recognise uh, the National Union of Journalists. And as I said, simply just to meet with the, the, the employee representatives on the NUJ to hear their concerns, um, I think that there is a moral obligation on any employer, be it Iconic Newspaper Group or any employer, you know, I mean, your employees are your single best asset and you have a moral obligation, I believe, if not a legislative, legislative obligation, to meet with worker representatives and to hear their concerns. Um, you know, many of the editorial staff working in the Limit Leader has given a lifetime of service to the Limit Leader. I mean, the paper itself is part of our culture and heritage in Limerick. 
since the first edition was printed well over 100 years ago. It has reported on all the cultural, social and economic developments in Limerick for well over 100 years. I know, Joe, there's a, there's a personal aspect to this for you as well. Your father was involved in the print newspaper industry, wasn't he? That's correct. My late father, Jim, worked for what was then the Cork Examiner newspaper for well over nearly close to 50 years. And I can remember as a young boy myself uh, helping dad when I'd finished school or at weekend delivered in Cork Examiner during the day and the Cork Evening Echo as it was then in the afternoon. So dad gave a lifetime of service to the newspaper industry. And uh, so I suppose from that point of view, I have a personal I suppose, admiration for people who do work in media in general, but particularly in the traditional media, such as the newspaper uh, industry. And in that regard, I think, you know, I think of men who've given a lifetime of service, and indeed women. Uh, I think of old Limerick characters such as Fancy Reedy and Jack Nash, who a lot of your listeners would be familiar with, who, you know, sold and distributed the Limerick leader for many, many years, along with several other titles in the region. And I think those, those individuals, including my dad, who are gone to the reward, would be hugely disappointed and, and upset to see the treatment uh, of fellow colleagues now in the newspaper industry. Labour councillor Joe Ledden there chatting to Live 95's Ronan Moyles. Limerick Today with Joe Nash on Live 95. Let's talk business with Ford Lease. Hassle-free vehicle leasing. Search Ford Lease to find out more.